Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we are going to be performing a fundamental stock analysis of DR Horton Inc., ticker symbol DHI. So DR Horton is currently trading for $72.81 per share. Year to date, their stock price is down 33%. Over the past year, their stock price is down 25%. Over three years, however, they're actually up at a rate of 14.5% compounded annually. Over five years, that's about 15.5% compounded annually. Over 10 years, that's right at 15%. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, D.R. Horton has returned about 5.5% compounded annually. So D.R. Horton is a home builder, so it makes sense that prior to the global financial crisis, they were in a huge boom period, then things went bust, and since then, they've been rebounding. Their stock price swung around quite a bit since the pandemic. More or less, they've been trading in line with some of these other established home builders. So DR Horton is trading snugly between their 52-week high and their 52-week low. Currently, they have a little under 3.9% of their shares outstanding sold short, and they are a large business. They have a $25 billion market cap. So for some background about the business, DR Horton is a leading home builder in the United States with operations in 98 markets across 31 states. DR Horton mainly builds single-family detached homes, which are over 90% of their home sales revenue. And it offers products to entry-level, move-up, luxury buyers, and active adults. The company offers home buyers mortgage financing and title agency services through its financial services segment. DR Horton's headquarters are in Arlington, Texas, and it manages six regional segments across the United States. The company was founded in 1978. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are gonna be performing the select six analysis, taking a checklist style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of DR Horton based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis is still a work in progress and it's an opportunity to learn in public. So it will continue to improve and get better over time. Starting off with our first metric, we want DR Horton's average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. Looking at their returns on capital here, they've been above that metric in all five of their financial years. So this is going to be a check to start off here on metric number one. This is important because the average publicly listed company only earns a 7% return on capital. So by asking for 14%, we're building in a margin of safety based on the quality of the overall business. DR Horton actually averages about an 18.2% return on capital. This is also important because over the course of decades, a stock is going to return approximately what its underlying business returns, and these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. So this helps us approximate how the business is going to do over multi-decade periods. Excellent sign starting off here with their returns on capital. Next up, our second metric, we're taking a high-level look on the cash coming into the business. So in this case, we want their revenues, net incomes, and free cash flows to all be increasing over the past five years. This metric is all or nothing. Either all three of these have been increasing for a check, or if even one of them has been decreasing, this will be an X. So in the case of DR Horton, they've almost doubled their revenues over this time frame. They've more than 4X'd their net income. However, their cash flows are slightly down, even though they've been about flat. So this, unfortunately, is going to be an X. Unfortunately, the bad part about this is that of these three metrics, we're really concerned with their cash flows the most. And this is because a business's abilities to produce free cash flows from now and until judgment day, discounted back by some reasonable interest rate, 
is ultimately what that business is gonna be worth. So cash flows are really the lifeblood of any business and they can be used in a multitude of ways to pay dividends, buy back shares, reinvest back into the business, pay down debt, or make acquisitions. So it is concerning to see here that their free cash flows are down over this time frame, while these other metrics are up so much. So we'll have to dig into that in a little bit. Metric number three is building from the previous metric. Here we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. This is not only gonna take into account their earnings growth over this time frame. It's also going to account for either shareholder dilution or share buybacks. In this case, we saw that their earnings have grown by about four times over this period, while their earnings per share are up a little more than that. So DR Horton has actually been buying back shares. This is important because when you're purchasing a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that underlying business. When a business buys back shares by decreasing the amount of stock that it has outstanding, they're increasing your ownership percentage in the business, which is ultimately going to increase the percentage of the business's profits that you're going to be entitled to without you having to spend a dime. So it's kind of like the company is making an acquisition of itself. It makes sense for businesses to buy back shares when their stock is trading for below intrinsic value. In the case of DR Horton, they've increased their earnings per share by a little over four times over this time frame from $2.74 in fiscal 2017 to $11.41 per share in fiscal 2021. So this is a check here. Then for metric number four, we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. So this is pretty similar to earnings per share growth. Over the long run, both of these metrics should be about even. Here we can see that DR Horton has earned quite a bit more than they've been able to convert into cash flows per share in all five of these years. So this cash conversion is slightly concerning here I'm no expert on the home building industry. It could be that there's some sort of industry dynamic going on, or it could be that there's some sort of operational inefficiency with the business. This can actually be a sign of fraud if these two metrics are too far off from one another. In the case of a business like Enron, they were reporting really high earnings while they almost had no free cash flows to back that up. Another case here is that DR Horton could be spending a lot on capital expenditures. So there are a variety of reasons why this could be occurring. This is something that you're ultimately going to want to research more and understand the cause of. In the case of metric number four, unfortunately, this is going to be an X as their cash flows per share have fallen from 76 cents per share in 2017 down to 74 cents per share in 2021. Even with their buybacks, their cash flows have still fallen at a rate that has been faster than they've been able to buy back their own shares. To recap where we are so far, we are split with two X's and two checks through four metrics. Next up for metric number five, we want their net debt, which is long and short-term liabilities minus cash and short-term cash equivalents to be below the amount of free cash flow that they produced in the last five years. This is gonna be a special case for DR Horton here. At the end of the last fiscal year, which was almost 12 months ago in their case, they had $2.3 billion of net debt. And over the last five years, they actually generated $2.76 billion of free cash flows. However, if we scroll down and look at their last 12 months, DR Horton actually has $4.6 billion of net debt now, and they had negative free cash flows of nearly $150 million. So actually in the last 12 months, DR Horton has only brought in $6 million from cash from operations, 
while having over $155 million in CapEx. So this is a significant downturn, and what otherwise would have been a check here is actually going to be an X, as currently the business has almost twice the amount of debt, and they're producing negative free cash flows. The business is both overly levered compared to their abilities to produce cash flows, and their cash flows have gone down over this time frame. That is not an ideal situation for any business. Definitely not an ideal situation for a business like DR Horton that operates in a highly cyclical industry, such as home building. And they're coming off of the back of a very hot real estate market where we've seen some home builders do really quite well. So not a good sign here. Again, through five metrics, we've only got two checks and three X's so far. Then for our sixth and final metric, we want their average five-year free cash flow relative to their total enterprise value to give us a yield of at least 5%. This will help give a slight risk premium to the risk-free rate. So in the case of DR Horton, they currently have a total enterprise value of $30.2 billion. So this is what the business would be worth if it was a private business. This takes into account both its market cap and its debts right now. And as we discovered, they produced $2.76 billion of free cash flow in the last five years. So in an average year, that works out to them producing about $566 million of free cash flow. When we divide $566 million by $30.2 billion, that's only going to give us an average free cash flow to enterprise value yield of about 1.8%. So that's less than half of the metric we're looking for. This is going to be an X on our final metric here. So just because this is an X does not mean that you're going to throw out D.R. Horton entirely. Instead, this type of analysis is meant to be taken holistically. No one metric is going to be all important on its own. You've got to consider them in their totality. This type of analysis is not financial advice. It instead serves as a beginning understanding of their business and should really be used to determine whether it's worth your while to dig in and learn more about the company. It is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before making any sort of investment, it's both important that you do your own research where you can learn more about DR Horton by diving into their 10K and reading through their recent earnings call transcripts to get a better sense of the business overall. And just, just as important as that is to consult with the properly registered financial and legal professionals before making any sort of investment decision. The last thing we're doing here is taking a look at DR Horton's dividend profile. Currently, they have a dividend yield of 1.24%. It's important to look at their dividend because people make mistakes all the time by blindly chasing dividend yield. Before being attracted to a company's dividend, you have to understand whether it's supported by their abilities to produce free cash flows and whether it's sustainable or not heading out into the future. In the case of DR Horton, they've increased their dividends per share by 10 cents in each of the last five years, and they've been able to cover this dividend pretty healthily in four out of these five years. However, in their most recent fiscal year, they were not able to support this dividend. And in the last 12 months, they've actually produced negative cash flows. So continuing to pay out or even worse, increase this dividend is going to have to come from the company raising capital by taking on more debt, issuing new shares or selling off assets or writing the ship and getting back to a cash flow positive state. While this is a snapshot of the past and is not necessarily a roadmap for the future, Looking at this, it would not look like DR Horton's dividend is going to be sustainable going on into the future, and it probably would not be a reasonable expectation to think that they're going to keep raising their dividends per share as they have over the past five years. Again, that could be wrong, 
You just got to go out and do your own research on the business to learn one way or the other. So in summary, DR Horton checks the box on two out of six. They're earning returns on capital in the high teens. They've also increased their revenues and earnings over this time frame. However, their free cash flows are down quite significantly. In the last 12 months, they've had negative free cash flows. While their free cash flows have decreased, the business has actually taken on more leverage. Relative to their abilities to produce free cash flows, the business currently looks overly levered. In addition to this, they have an average free cash flow yield to enterprise value that is below the risk-free rate right now. And it looks like because of their free cash flow woes, that their dividend is likely not sustainable going forward into the future. So plainly put, based off of their financials, DR Horton has cash flow issues. They're going to have to correct these to make the business more sustainable going forward. If you're interested in the business, I highly recommend learning more about DR Horton. Again, this type of analysis is not financial advice and it is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. It's important that you do your own research here because as a value investor, you're trying to understand the business as if you owned 100% of it and you really know all of its ins and outs and understand the essence of the business overall. In addition to that, it's also really important that you consult with the properly registered financial and legal professionals before making any investment decision. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of DR Horton Inc., ticker symbol DHI. If you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about DR Horton with me and have a great day.